you're so clever. <laughs> Who told you I was clever? Oh, all your friends at the studio told me. Oh, drat. I told them not to tell and you. And another thing. Don't be so free with your hands. Listen, honey. I was only trying to guess your weight. You take things too seriously. Baloney, Mahoney, Malarkey, you big kabluna. Kabluna? I haven't been called that for two days. You silly kablooner. Hey, everybody. Welcome to uh, Nick the Rat Radio, episode 350. Coming to you live from the underground of Brooklyn, New York, in the sewers. Gonna take a quick here. Oh no, there's no Zindu tonight, Quarkus. I'm sorry to say. But we do have an interview with the lovely Dame Jennifer. Jennifer, I think it's Isaac Buchanan. I think I got that right. I spoke with her earlier this week on a Monday, Monday morning, recorded it, and uh I was listening to the recording today. And the the video was totally fucked. Totally fucked the audio. But luckily, I made a backup recording. And then I had to, like, cut it and re-splice it. Isaac? Oh, I get an Isaac. No, Fletcher. I'm sick. Boy. Um, it is August 31st. 20,022. It was a it was a good conversation. It was a nice hour long conversation with her. Um the audio is fine. The the vi- the vi- the video quality it's it's a little bit freaky, fucky, sucky, wacky doodly do because I was using Skype and I usually don't use um, Skype in my uh, studio setup very often. So low quality there's also some other new feature in skype where you put two people together in like the same room so it sort of looks like we're sitting together but either way this is mainly a podcast this isn't this isn't a visual experience uh but another big uh update is soon i'm gonna stop using this human filter in the video i've been doing i'm gonna start to go back into my cartoon form it's gonna be great got some stuff planned we just hired about 30,000 Korean dark sewer scientists to come down here and animate it. Put it into, like, you'll see. It's going to be cool. Anyway, that's coming up at a later point. I'm just giving you some quick updates for, uh, for you know, past updates and all that stuff. Uh, it's 222. Um, I don't know. It's, it's the future. Yeah, it is the future. It's, now is yesterday's then. I'm going to go full VTuber. Um, I, I've been doing tests with it because um, I was streaming a lot over the past last week from like Thursday to Sunday. I think I, I think I played about 50 hours of video games almost straight. Tons of pretty much Dota in the hunt. And there was some Star Trek too. There's some Star Trek playing. Um, what game was that called? Something like Deadly Right or something. It was an old point and click. Fucking, it was fun. Um, yeah, I, I made some marijuana oils too. I was, I was, I think my tolerance for THC since I got this, this oil machine has went through the roof. I think, uh, I don't think I get high anymore. I think basically I am weed now. 
look at my eyes. I am now weed. I am the weed now. Um, but yeah, uh, we're going to... Sometimes I'll usually just jump directly into the interview, like right from the start of the bat, but uh, I'm trying to do a little format change. to. to uh, so basically we're going to play a song first. I'm going to thank some people, and then we're going to play another song, and then we're going to go right to the interview. So if you came here for Jennifer, which you probably did, because why do you want to see me? Why do you want to hear me? You're here for her. I'm just making you wait. I'm going to be an asshole. Big old ass a hole. Yeah, don't worry. I'll still have I'll still have the camera at the studio, so you can see what's going on in uh, the fake real world. So you could still, you know, so I could say hi. I like saying hi to everybody, but it's really nice to be able to sit back and you know be naked and pick your nose. I was able to stream for four days straight, completely butt naked, and nobody had any idea other than me telling them every five fucking seconds. Because when you're naked, you got to let people know. Like, hey, dude, I'm, I'm naked. I'm naked. I just let you know I'm naked. By the way, guess what? I'm naked. All right. Um, what else? Is there any other updates that I have to uh, get you guys um, uh, updated with here? Let's see. Uh, um, uh, no, that's, that's, basically, that's basically all the updates. Other than that, I just want to say thank you to everybody that's out there for just sticking sticking to their guns of being completely open-minded in the times of uh, when everything's falling apart. Because some people are just angry, they're mad, they don't know what's going on, but uh, the late-night warriors in the dark sewer system, the sewer chatters, you guys, you guys, you have your head Probably above your shoulders, I think, or below somebody else's waist. I'm not too sure what's going on out there. But anyway, I just want to say thank you for all tuning in, and I hope we all have a lovely night together. hope you learned something tonight, too. Uh, after the interview, uh, we'll get back into the show, and we shall... Um, what is that called? Take calls. Yeah, we got a phone line here, 917-719-5923. If you want to take part, you could leave a voicemail now. Uh, when I do open the phone lines, eventually at some point, I'll let you know, then you can talk to me live and we can talk about, uh, buttholes or donkeys and cheese. I don't know, whatever the hell you want to talk about. If you want to talk about the interview or talk about how great Jane, Jane, Jen, Jane, Jennifer, Jane, Dame Jennifer is, you could do that too. Uh, she seems like she really has her shit together. Diane, I might have to switch you out for her. No, okay. Don't throw that book. That's a big one. All right. Look, uh, she, yeah. Do you ever meet somebody that's just like. They, got, they, they they look like they have their life on a schedule. Like It looks like they wake up and they have a purpose and they do something and then they have some other stuff that they do. I think that's that's her. I'm very jealous. Very jealous of her. I wish I had my shit together. Or maybe she was just really good at pretending she did, but fooled me. I couldn't tell. Wow. Anyway, let's listen. Let's start the show off with uh, NCMFYT with Lost Highway. We'll be right back.
Third song, abrupt ending. Uh, all the music you can find on SoundCloud, uh, it's all free. CC by 3.0. Uh, you could uh, you could use that music too for wherever you want. You want to make a a movie, an action movie? Sure, throw that in there. Just thank the artist and all that. Make a alien sex tape. I don't fucking do that too. You can do that, and it's fine. Make sure you thank the artist. Uh, for all the artists and all the links and all the ways you could chat and interact and all the fun time, fun time one times, go to nickthewrat.com, nickthewratradio.com. There's a social button, so you go into the Twitch chat, the IRC chat, the Discord chat. They're all combined. Thanks to, uh, uh, thanks to somebody. It wasn't Void Zero. It was, uh, it wasn't, it was, it was, was it Nodebit? Was it Zero? Was it, I haven't spoken to him in a long time, but. Uh, cheers to you, Nodebit. Also, cheers to Servo for uh, helping to assist with the chat and the linking of stuff. Yeah. Thanks to all, all you people. Uh, now let's thank some people that have helped create the show via donations. Uh, looks like nothing's in the P.O. Box today. I just I just checked the P.O. Box. P.O. Box was empty. It's uh, if you want, if you want the link to the PO box, go to nickthrad.com and click on social. I should have it in the donate area, but I put it in the social area because I don't fucking know. I was feeling like doing that that day. I'll change it once in in a blue moon. One day I'll change it. But uh, the PO box address is nine zero five. Is that it? I don't even know what it is. Nine zero five four nine Brooklyn, New York one one two zero nine. Care of. Nine 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 the rye nine or nine nine Nick the Rat. Yeah, care of Nick the Rat. Uh you could also click donate on the Nick the Rat webpage and use the PayPal subscription link. You could subscribe for four twenty a month. That's like a dollar an episode for you, and I get about two dollars for that. I don't know I don't know the conversion rate. They take they take a big chunk. And then after that you tell Uncle Sam about it and then he takes the other fucking part. Now I'm left naked, covered in mayonnaise, broke. Fine. Uh, we're not doing this for the money. So we have giant corporate ad sponsorships anyway, so I don't fucking care. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, let's see here. Uh, let's thank some people that have donated, though. If you do donate, I'm very grateful and gracious, and and I am naked right now. Wait, holy crap. What's going on here? There's... I think there's a lot more donations than um p.o box donations here let's check here where uh paypal notification received we got a oh also i don't dox people um i'll read your note if there's a note yeah but where do you think that that mayo i got for free um there's a if there's a note i'll read the note i'll read the initials and i shall read the donation amount so right here we have Thick the Rat, Lavish, 1212. Now, I got to interview you one day, Lavish. If you're ever down for an interview with Nick the Rat or just have a little fireside chat, let me know. I'd like to talk to you. Uh, thank you so much, Lavish, for the 1212. And I am thick. That's why I'm naked right now. Um, we have KS with a 420. Thank you so much, KS, for the 420. Cheers to you.
Maybe I get lavish and blueberry on at the same time. Nah, one at a time. Three people's too much. Uh, we got another 420 from DV. DV, thank you so much, DV. DV's been around for a pretty long time. And it's good to see those reoccurring 420s inside the mailbox. Ooh, we have, oh, we have AM with a monthly reoccurrence, a million dollars, people. I don't know who AM works for, but we got a million dollar donation just right now from AM. And I get one of these every month. I don't know if this person's, uh, like, Accidentally died and left their bank account going, but thank you, AM, for the million dollars. Still not as much as the corporate sponsorships that we get, so drop in the bucket. Too bad I don't get any of the drops. Uh, uh, we also have we also have another donation here from PLLC fourteen fourteen. Thank you so much, PLLC. You've been around for a LLC long time. That doesn't work very well. Um, and then finally, you could donate via Twitch. If you have a Jeff Bezos uh, coupon book, head over to Twitch, Nick the Rat. And hit me up with a free subscription. Has anybody done that? Over the past seven days, let's go back. Uh, NetNed resubbed one month at Tier 1. They've been subbed for 23 months. 23 months, Jesus Christ. I think I read that last time. Uh, Felonious Month, Monk, resubbed with Prime. Can't let go of that sewer hoe. Yeah, yeah. There was a Fuzzy Nomad seven days ago. These are just follows, follows, follows. And finally, we got one Cryptic Day V. Resubbed for one month at Tier 1. They've been subbed for eight months. Wow. Hi there, One Cryptic Deity. Hi. I, that's weird. I, you've been subbed for eight months? I, I only remember reading that name once. You read that. You read that. Okay. Well, uh, those are all the donations for this week. And I just want to say thank you to uh, everybody that has um, donated you'd like to donate please go to nicktherat.com and uh, click buttons and fucking attach your soul to your email address and send it on down to the sewers cheers Ugh. i love that course all right everybody we are gonna hop into a song and then straight from the song we're gonna jump right into the interview with Jennifer Isaac Jennifer Buka. No, um all right, let's see here. Um what's the next song in the list? Diane. What's going on here? Why is this not working? Oh, because this is bile phase along the way. We'll be right back with the interview with the great Jennifer.
I think we're recording that. Yeah, this should be good. Uh, oh, hi, good. Hi, everybody. Uh, I am Nick the Rat, and I am here with, uh, should I call you Dame Jennifer? Just Jennifer is fine? Jen, Jennifer, whatever. Um, but yeah, I mean, people would know me as Dame Jennifer, obviously. From the uh, from the No Agenda fame. She's the... <laughs> She whips out these animations that are that are pretty darn amazing. She finds the right clips to animate to. And uh, how, how much input do you actually have into those animations? Do you like set up like uh, any of the keyframes, or is it like completely automated? Um, the only thing that's automated is the um, voice to moving the lips. So I do everything else, um, and uh, so I frame it out. And then uh, it, the software is really limited. I'm not a professional animator, so the Software is meant for um, marketing professionals who want to do online learning or like small marketing vignettes. And that was originally why I started using it was to learn it for a client. Um, but I use it obviously off book. But because that's what it's meant for, the motions are limited. The expression, facial expressions are limited. So I've just learned um, over the almost three years uh, where to you know, change the frame so that I can, you know, give them an, a different expression or s subtle movement or or whatever. So um, it's funny how John is actually easier and and can be more expressive sitting in his chair. It's the oddest thing, but um, it's really fun. I, I I enjoy it. It's it's purely a hobby, but it's a great one. John's way too happy in those things. You got to put like a frown on his face or something. I do. I do occasionally. I give him, you know, angry eyebrows and, you know, a little uh, bit of a frowny face. But um, the point is to, uh, it, you know, attract people and I don't want to attract them to a grouch. So <laughs> that's true. But hey, if, you, if you're meeting John, actually, he's pretty he's pretty jovial in, in person. Have you met John okay. before, right? Have you met him? No, I have not. Um, there was uh allegedly going to be a, another train meetup sometime this summer and it just didn't work out. Um, yeah. So, you know, some, somewhere down the road, I was hoping um, that one of these meetups that, uh, that Adam and Tina were at, he might come to, but then I guess maybe that would like break the, I don't know. They, they the, can't be seen the, in the same room together. I think there's still yeah. one person. Yeah, there's something weird there. I think the last time they were together was probably Adam and Tina's wedding. So, um, so yeah, we, I just have to get out to California, I think, eventually. So. <laughs> You'll have to go to John's house to meet him. It's... <laughs> no, but I won't be allowed in the office. So, you know, That's true. That, that would be disappointing, but whatever. Uh, how'd you even start listening? How did you, how did you get on the No Agenda train? Uh, so it it is it's John. Thanks to John, he was on um, a. I used to watch Twit quite a bit. Um, my ex husband owned a small IT services business, and I was not by nature a, a technical person. I went into the business um, to help out with like you know office management and um, uh, admin, and I was just trying to pick stuff up because that's what I do. I, um, I you probably didn't hear, but I was on the um, podcasting 2.0 a couple of episodes ago. And uh, I, I am essentially a girl Friday. If there is something that no one else knows what to do, and I think it sounds fun, I will um, try and figure it out. So I was watching Twit. This is 2010. And I don't even remember what was said, but Leo turned to John and said, John, this is not the No Agenda show. And at that moment, I thought, 
well, John's really the only one saying anything interesting <laughs> on this panel. Or truthful. What is this? What is this no agenda show? So that that's how I um, I give John full 100 percent credit. And and I the last time that I, I've told John that story a couple of times, but the last time I told him and he was like, do you remember what I said? I was like, nah, you know, I, I guess I could maybe go back to 2010 in the archives and see like a, around that time of year, the last time he was on and, and watch it. But why bother? It was probably about um, phones being bullshit. Probably, or the mouse, yeah. or you know, <laughs> something, something to that effect. But yeah, that's that's how I came to No Agenda. It took me a while to get through the format, understand the um, the jingles and the the inside jokes and and whatever. But um, yeah, so that gosh, that there, so their fifteenth anniversary is essentially my. 12th of listening because it was around their um uh third anniversary that i started listening Man. which is crazy yeah Man. i know it's, it seems like just yesterday too time flies. i know time, time and then flies. i became a i became a dame in, in uh 2013 on their sixth anniversary and uh you won the album art for that episode and i have it proudly displayed on my wall which you cannot see because we are, we are. um in, in tahiti <laughs> um, oh and i i don't even think you can see it in the in the camera anyway but it was it was really cool it was a, it's a great piece i love it it's, it's oh. I, I couldn't be more pleased with that being the show that i was damned there, so. there's there's so many more artists now it's i i think i, I know also the time they did the show changed so i'm I have less yeah. time to do it, but I haven't been around in the art in the art world in the no agenda art world in a long time. But I listen. To yeah, every, I listen to every episode. Uh, when when did you uh, realize that the government was was garbage? <laughs> uh, so um, in in oh eight, so I was living in downtown Chicago um, uh, for a, a long time. I was there for almost seventeen years, and I got sucked into the whole Obama Hopi changey in in oh eight. In fact. The condo building high rise where I lived was about two blocks from the Obama campaign headquarters. And um, the nearest hotel also happened to be our kind of local bar where we would go on on the way home from work. And and um, a lot of the campaign staff would would hang out there. And I just didn't get the greatest vibes from them. But I was like powering through Hopi Changey, Hopi Changey. And um, when he became when. Obama became president. Um, I just th something didn't feel good about it. I, it's it's really weird. It's very esoteric and woo woo. But um, I I actually credit, you know, I, I obviously I started to feel kind of that way at the beginning. But I I really credit No Agenda in pointing like lifting the veil, pointing out all the bullshit. And um, I can cuss, right? Oh, you can. Um, yeah, you can curse here. It's fine. Um, so. Uh, yeah, I, I I give you know ninety percent of the credit to 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 no agenda. So um, I mean, I, you have to be a willing vessel, I guess is that maybe the right word. Um, so it was just kind of a it was the perfect match of I could kind of see that things were bullshit, and then um, Adam and John were presenting so much evidence of all be bullshit that I thought, oh, maybe I was on the right track after all. <laughs> I, I would I would see things and I, I would I was like what's going on with the world this is crazy and I just felt like I was crazy and then I was listening to No Agenda I'm like they're uh. seeing the same stuff that I'm seeing so I guess I guess there's I guess there's people out there that aren't crazy even though the right. whole damn system's nuts uh, yeah 
It's outrageous. Yeah. When when Obama won, the streets of New York City were going crazy, and and everybody like, yeah, yeah, Obama won. And I was like walking around like, wow, this is this is kind of strange. And and then he then he bombed Syria, and I was like, oh okay, never mind. yeah, I yeah, guess. yeah. There was a um, very cult like feeling um, in '08, and that night, the um, election night. Uh, we were we went to the hotel bar. It's the it's the Fairmont um, where a lot of the staff were hanging out, and the um, the everybody was just the there there should have been an elation, but it kind of felt they were all doing like <laughs> you know <laughs> it was it was really it kind of that kind of creeped me out. Just election night on its own, um, and yeah, the streets of Chicago same. I mean because he was. Um, not from there, but, you know, had been living there with uh, his family for a long time. And, and they, Chicago really very much embraced him as theirs. So, um, yeah, ew. <laughs> <laughs> I think about that time and where my brain was. And I'm like, God, I was such a moron. Thank, thank goodness I am. I was willing to admit that I was wrong, you know, because my, my whole life has changed. Hanging out in the, in the lion's pit. It's yeah. Actually, all my friends back then too were probably all very, very, very blue as well. And if they if they knew me now, they'd probably probably try to set me on fire or something. <laughs> hey, you know, it's where you discover your um, your true friends. I mean, we've we've had that in the last um, two and a half years here. Um, well, you know, the the with um, COVID, it's like you you weed out the um, the people who are not really worth being in your life, I guess is the, the best way to put it. This true, is still true sad, colors. but, um, colors are shining you know, through. yeah. Uh, but I have a very blue friend who lives um, near Gramercy Park and uh, we talk every day. She's my best friend from undergrad and uh, she still loves me and I still love good. her. That's I'm good. trying to purple pill her a little, you know, I feel like she's a little purple with the COVID. It's kind of a good gateway drug um, when you, when you start to see, you know, how wrong that all went. And um, every once in a while, you know, I'll dip a little no agendaism in, in her ear and, uh, you know, we'll see. That's Maybe a, I'll save a, save a soul. <laughs> it's, uh, the hard part about when you start questioning things is because then you don't know when to stop questioning things. And mm. then, then you go down a whole rabbit hole of like, well, are there aliens out there? Oh, God. Yeah. Was... I mean, you, you could get so completely, um, what's the progression? It's like, red or blue red black and then clear or white whatever the final stage is and there was a really long time that i was black pilled that i just felt like um everything sucks what's the point um why am i here you know what <laughs> what am i i'm just a cog in this giant wheel and you know i'm a number to the to the whole system and um life is terrible but uh i've since you know, been reborn out of that, I guess. <laughs> Did you wear a uh, black lipstick and stuff? No, <laughs> but it, on the inside, oh. I was black on the inside. How's that? <laughs> You'd make a great goth. You'd uh, look awesome with and uh, goth gear, goth goth gap. I am such a pink and lace girly girl. <laughs> there is zero. I mean, I I wear a lot of black, but not like goth black. Um, and the and the heavy. Heavy eye makeup. I think it would be hilarious. Might be a good uh, Halloween gag. Yeah. To come as a goth. I think <laughs> no one would recognize. The sunshine just fun. went away. What happened here? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, have have a 
so, so you uh, you're in South Carolina right now, right? Yes, correct. And it's better than Chicago. Oh my gosh, it's night and day. Um, I, I it's funny. I had wanted to move here since I was a teenager. Um, I blame Pat Conroy books that. I'm still to this day surprised my parents let me read because they're very adult. Hmm. Um, but uh, so we were we were in Chicago for um, 17 years. And as a I, we started to see the light, you know, because we, we moved in um, 2013 and we started to see the light and our marriage was falling apart. And I thought um, maybe if we make a, a major move, it will fix it. It didn't. But we're still great friends He's in Florida now, um, and and I I'm so thankful because without that marriage and without that spark, I I may not have ended up in Charleston at the time that I did, which was perfect timing. Um, it just felt like everything about Chicago was getting worse. The government was um, really showing its true colors. Taxes kept going up, crime kept going up. Um, so I I feel like I got out just in time. Um, I can't imagine having been there the last three years. I I talked to friends and and it's it sounds like a horror show um, during COVID. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I got out. I'm kind of trying to. I'm, I kind of want to get the hell out of New York City. Um, yeah, I bet. And um, you know, going further down south might be nice. A little, do they have good seafood in South Carolina? Oh my gosh, are you kidding? Um, <laughs> it's uh, everything is amazing here. Um, well, because well, Charleston, you know, is right on the ocean. So uh, we get a lot of, of great stuff, but um, yeah, lots of, lots of very good food. Food is one of the criteria when, when my ex-husband and I moved, it was like, we want water, we want food, we want culture. Um, and, and, you know, me specifically, I wanted a, what I considered a freer state. Um, so that's what we got. I love it here. It's great. Yeah. If, if I was to spend a million dollars on a house, I'd want at least a small backyard. And uh, New York, it's you don't get any of that. It's you like, don't get anything. No. You you. What would you get? Like a thousand square feet and a high rise, and <laughs> more or less. if that, yeah. If you're, so and, and uh, outside that smells like urine. It's like yay. Oh, yay. Yay. <laughs> this is, this is Although as a rat, you must be used to that. Well, yeah. You know, I'm. Uh, <laughs> you know, but that's when I'm in the sewer. But if I was to buy some place above ground. Right. The, uh, <laughs> nice outdoor areas. That would be uh, right. Right. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. It's a shame what's happened because when I was younger, I really wanted to move to New York and I was very jealous of my um, best friend from undergrad that is there now that she was able to make the move and has has remained and, and is, is still doing really well. And uh, I am no longer jealous of her. It's great to visit. <laughs> it's really fun for a long weekend. Um, especially where she is, she's in a, you know, she's, she's fancy. Um, plus she, and she lives in a, in a fancy area, but, um, everything else just feels like sad, it, you know, especially people are still masked up and, um, with all of the vaccine mandates. I mean, I, I'm not even sure I would have been allowed within Manhattan had I gone in the, you know, previous two years. So I, I certainly house, couldn't yeah. have, couldn't have gone out to a restaurant, I guess. So, um, it's a shame because it, it, it used to have a really great energy that I think is just gone now. Uh, well, it's, like, it's, it's still it's still uh, it's in pockets and places. You just have to know where to look, just like everything in life. But uh, overall, True. it's overall, it's yucky and stinky and smells like pee pee and poo poo. So <laughs> no one wants that. <laughs> nobody, nobody wants that at all. Now, uh, 
Is there, is there a good good music down in South Carolina? I there are lots of very cool small venues. I I like um, small venue music. I don't yeah. seek it out though. So typically, what will happen is um, you know a friend will make a suggestion and 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 I'll go. I like almost anything, but I am not a follower of any genre. Gotcha. Um, but there, you name it. There's that kind of music you can hear live um, here. And and like I said, in 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 smaller venues and lots of them are outdoors because our weather is great for nine months out of the year. So you can have, um, you know, lots of outdoor venues. It's, it's fun. It's a great, and there's, there's a theater scene that you would never expect in a town this small. Um, there is just, uh, there's a lot of, uh, the, the art museum is great. The, the history museum is great. It sounds corny, but I call it a little big town. It um, it has the feeling of a town that has a much bigger population. And the population has grown quite a bit in the, the last nine years that I've been here. Everyone was just following me, obviously. Um, but the uh, it, it already had that feeling before I moved here. I, I used to be a meeting planner and I, I took a group here. Um, and this is years after I already knew I wanted to live here eventually. And it just, it has such a good feeling. Again, the food is of a caliber that you wouldn't expect for a town this small. Um, and, uh, it's just, it's really fun. So, and it's a hundred percent endorsed by Adam and Tina. They loved it. So <laughs> I like that. Adam and Tina, they're, they're a, they're a great, uh, um, they're a great source of, uh, wealth in, uh, in knowing what to get, what to use, what to drink, where to go. Oh yeah, they, they, it was really fun. They they were here for a very short time, but it was uh it was really great to have them here, and um it was it was fun. They're just such great people. Um, it, it and it was it was nice to to continue to get to know Tina better. I adore her. She is amazing. Not that Adam's not amazing. He's amazing, but Tina is like she's become a friend, and um I really appreciate her friendship. Oh. She's, she's, yeah, she's, I've never spoke to Tina. Maybe I should interview her next. <laughs> oh, you know what? She d is a great interviewee. She has a very interesting life. Um, I would highly recommend that All if right. she's got the time. Yeah, for sure. A hundred percent. I'll make sure she's got the time. Uh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> is, there, uh, is there any like folk folk legends in South Carolina, like uh, like uh, monsters in the alleyway or any weird creatures that are that are known in the area? Like we'll watch out for the, the, the X-Rex or something. There's a bunch of ghost stories um, and there's an old uh, prison downtown that um, is is haunted and they do ghost tours all i've never been on a ghost tour oh, here but apparently I, apparently I they're really fun um the 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 unfortunate um side of charleston is it was one of the main places where slaves were um brought in and and there's a big marketplace here and so there's a lot of um uh slave lore um ghost stories um but yeah, I've never gone to on a on a ghost tour. I'm not saying that they don't exist. I just don't need to be frightened. I, I hear that the prison, <laughs> the old prison tour, is like le legit scary, and mm. I I don't I don't need that in my life. Ah, you don't like being scared. I think that's a, a it's a good feeling to be scared of something that's uh, supernatural or probably not there. It's better than being scared, I'm, like going to the doctor or the dentist or something, something real. Well, okay. Fair point. Yes. Cause that's actually affecting you, um, with your, your real life. I, I enjoy scary movies, but Ooh. I don't, 
that just feels like a, a bridge too far to me. I don't know. I, maybe I'll go on one. How's it's, that? And I'll report back. It's yeah. I I like to go on uh, ghost tours whenever I visit a place because you get to go inside of like like places that most people don't go inside of. You get to get a right. little strange. They usually like hook it into the history, so you learn some history about the place. You get. And and usually I'm getting drunk while I'm there, and, and we're walking past bars. I'm like, okay, so now that the ghost tour is over, I'll go hit up the bar over there. So it's a good way to yeah, it's a good way to get out and get to know the area. But uh, uh, you like you like horror movies? I do, and um, but I you know it's not there hasn't. What was the one? Um, the most recent? I haven't seen one in a long time. I was trying to think of the best one. That I've seen recently. What's the one where you have to be quiet the whole time, where they had to be silent, and they oh, just put out a yeah, with the, sequel with the flying monsters I, that come and eat you? I I enjoyed that one. Um, I think it was called like uh, yeah. Shh or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> shut the hell up or you'll die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I do. I I tend to like the um, the older ones, um, and uh, so there. Well, the the one that just keeps popping in my head, and I'm not sure why. There's one um, of uh, Audrey Hepburn, mm. and she's blind, and there is a killer in her apartment, and that is like that's it, terrifying. That that um, is very horrifying. Actually, hold on, I might have seen yeah. it recently. Uh, it's that that's a that's a really good. There's another one in that kind of that same era that I think is Italian. That I've seen multiple times where there's like a portal to hell in an apartment. Whoa. What is it about these New York apartments like Rosemary's Baby? <laughs> like New York apartments are are like a, a vortex of horror films. <laughs> so I'm trying to get out of here. Uh, Wait Until Dark was the Audrey Hepburn one. That's not the one I was thinking about. I was thinking about one where there's like some they live in a house and there's like some guy taking like a girl's face off to put it on some oh. other girl or something. But I guess that's not ugh. this one. Yeah, it's ugh. no. This one, that one, the the Audrey Hepburn one is is more suspenseful. You know, like I I don't mind the gore. It's just not the thing that I seek yeah. out. I want to be, um, I want suspense. I want um to, you know, wonder all the time, like what what's around the corner, and um, you know, kind of like a a haunted house experience where you know you're not going to get hurt and you're not going to see anything that's too horrible. Um, but your your adrenaline will yeah, pump a, your heart rate up a bit. I don't like the gore that much. Yeah. Unless like unless it's like about some like you know like uh, Jason with an axe running through the woods killing kids. It's gonna have to be some gore for that. But uh, right when it's like here's a close up because like a lot of Italian horror movies do that. They'll show like a close up of like a, a nail going into an eye. I'm like I, I oh I, yeah I, I didn't need to see that. <laughs> no, that's beyond. <laughs> I knew I know what happened there. I had I could build right. the image in my head. Exactly. Uh, Just look away. Uh do you do you think uh ghosts are real at all? Do you think there's a uh, there's ghosts out there? I um I, I certainly believe that there's a possibility. Um I think given what we know about quantum physics and how we are more energy than matter. Yeah. You know, that like that none of us are solid. Nothing is solid. It's just the electrons are moving so fast that everything appears solid. That I I believe there is a chance that that energy, when the body dies, gets trapped here in some way. You know, they they miss the off ramp. They're like angry about something because isn't it, well. It, you you might know this better. So my impression is that um, it feels like people that are ghosts um, or or 
are claim, you know, people claim are there's a ghost or a haunting. Yeah. It's because they their life ended in some really horrible way. Like they were murdered or they were in a really awful accident. Um I always heard like I, they had like unfinished business or something. Like they they had something they wanted to do, but Right. Because that, their 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 life ended so rapidly and unexpectedly yeah. that when they saw the light or whatever it is that guides you to the next plane, um they just couldn't leave or didn't want to leave. Um, that makes I me used think uh, at... ghosts are stupid, though, because if it's like, oh, I, I, I died too soon. I wanted to become an actor. Well, you're a ghost now, dude. You can't you can't do anything. Right. <laughs> it's... right. I wonder, though, if you're, you know, so so you're you're in that moment of of death and you're, you're I, I would hope somebody would be there to guide you, but yeah, maybe not, not because that's probably why they get confused. You know, I mean, especially now you. It might be, um, oh, wait, I, I hear my phone notification. Wait, maybe I need to stay here. Somebody just pinged me on Instagram. Um, we might have a lot more ghosts now than we used to just because they're, everybody's addicted to the, um, you know, gross social media. I don't know. I Yeah, I, I'm going to walk right into that light. I'm <laughs> I'm not sticking around. Like, not even take me check to the next phone? place, babe. Uh, that would be yeah. a good horror movie. The ghost phone. People keep dying, <laughs> but they don't leave. They have to check their messages. Right. Yeah, there you go. Anyway, um, I know. I, cer- I certainly believe it's possible. I have not. So I, 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 I was about to say I've never had a personal encounter. I, um, I worked one night at Excalibur, which is a big bar in, in downtown Chicago, um, and the reason I worked one night is because I was un- young and stupid and wore too short of a skirt and was at that time very uncomfortable. Well, I mean, I'm, who would be comfortable with harassment? But somebody actually grabbed my butt and I was like, OK, I'm out of here. Yeah, that's gross. Um, but that the Excalibur, the building where that bar is, was the um, spillover morgue when there was a really horrible riverboat accident in Chicago in the. I want to say late 1800s, and um, it is allegedly very haunted. And I think as as a rite of passage, when you are a new employee there, they do things to to mess with you. Although a lot of the when I was in training, you know, they they were everybody who worked there said that they had either had a personal experience or they knew someone that they trusted who had a personal experience. And I was sent into a storeroom um, to to get something. And it was, the ceilings were really, really high. Um, now I was asked to go get something that obviously I could reach, but a box from the top, um, came down and fell in front of me and, uh, scared the shit out of me. And, uh, and then I, you know, somebody grabbed my butt. So I was out of there. (laughs) Maybe it was, maybe a ghost grabbed your butt or something, or (laughs) it's the owner going around grabbing people's asses and saying it's ghosts. This place is haunted, you know, Hong Kong. It's, It's <laughs> oh man, that would be a much more fun explanation. But uh, no, this is just a bar patron. That sucks. Uh, uh, do, uh, do you think uh, there's a there's a spirit? Do you do you think you have a spirit in you? I, I do a hundred percent. I I believe it's that we are more than the this meat bag that that walks around for sure. A hundred percent. Do you think the spirit could be explained by science ever, or do you think it's uh, unexplainable? Uh, just life built in. I'm not sure I've ever thought about that because, you know, um, huh, I wonder. Like, is the spirit got energy, like, like electric 
energy or is it some other kind of energy that we don't know about? Maybe it could might, might be some quantum stuff happening. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I, again, you know, I, I obviously I'm not a quantum physicist. Um, you know, I've I've learned what I've learned from like Nova. <laughs> Wait, you're not a quantum physicist. But... We ha- we booked you because we thought you were a quantum physicist. <laughs> Um, but the, uh, it certainly seems to me that if they could develop the tools to tell us, for instance, that we are mostly energy and very little matter, maybe they could someday detect that, um, when you compare the, um, energy that would still exist in a, in a dead body to the energy that exists within a living body. I mean, there's gotta be an AB comparison because just because a, a, a person dies doesn't mean that those electrons stop yeah, moving they there. continue so there there is still energy in that dead body um what is that an interesting is that experiment. spirit energy or is that just like mechanical energy i don't know these are questions i don't that, either <laughs> it's, let's let's ponder uh let's see here uh, i've got a couple more questions here for you uh, do you have any tattoos <laughs> who put this tattoo? i do um, so this is actually a, a, a funny story. So, um, uh, New Year's Eve from 99 into 2000, um, I'm a lot older than people know that I am. Um, I right? was in, yeah, exactly. I'm 29. Um, I was in, uh, Miami, Miami beach, um, to celebrate the, the big millennium and, uh, the girlfriend of mine that I, I was staying with, she lived very near the Versace mansion. This is before he was murdered. Um, and right across the street from the Versace mansion was a tattoo parlor on, oh. on one of the, on the side streets. Cause the Versace mansion was essentially on a, a corner, like right on the beach and then on the, the side street. And I was like, if I were ever going to get a tattoo across from the Versace mansion would be the place I would do it. And we got, you know, looped enough one night. Um, there was more than alcohol involved <laughs> that I was convinced to go get one. Wow. And, and because this was 1999 um, and it was the thing to do and it's going to make me sound like the, you know, most basic girl ever, which wait, I kind of am. Wait, but wait. You got not. a butterfly have, tattoo on your ankle. I Nope. I oh. have a Chinese symbol on the small of my back. Oh, wow. And uh-huh, like that. Talk about basic. Like <laughs> I don't wear Uggs. So I got this is my one. This is my basic. So um, I at the time I was told it meant fidelity because <laughs> at the in the moment I was um I was in between like the my boyfriend and I were kind of on a break um and so my family were these women that were my girlfriends who had all come to Miami for the um uh for New Year's and I wanted to say that you know I this is who I'm going to be faithful for or faithful to I I have I have all this fidelity for for my girlfriends I love these women and then I went to China and uh, I thought, you know, I keep hearing all these great stories about somebody who thought they had one thing and then they learn it means you are the devil or or whatever. And I thought it's probably it's about time that I know what this really means. And it's actually better. It means benevolence. Oh. And I thought, thank God. Um, <laughs> it could and- <laughs> have been anything. <laughs> but yeah, I, I was. I was pleased. I was like, that's better than fidelity. I like benevolence. I will, I will embrace that. So. Wow. So there was other yeah. things involved in alcohol. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I um, I've dabbled. <laughs> have you ever smoked weed? 
Oh yeah, of course. Oh yeah. All right, that stuff. <laughs> that stuff's evil. I would never do that. Where's my weed? No. <laughs> <laughs> Liar. <laughs> uh, you know, you know. Um, let's see here. How about how about aliens? I, I already know what you're gonna say. Okay, they tell might, me. They might be out there, but I don't know. That's 100%. Um, I I feel like that there are things that we can't explain. And if they could just as easily be, you know, um, well, you know, I and I probably picked this up from one or many Joe Rogan episodes, something that he had had brought up or a guest had brought up, which I like, is maybe they're interdimensional. They're not necessarily from outer space. They're quantum. But they're, they're our from- soul. Yeah, because like because again, going back to quantum physics, we know that there are an infinite number of um, realities in every moment. There are an infinite number of dimensions. Why couldn't some other entity in one of these other dimensions pierce the veil and come check in on us every once in a while? That I that I actually think is is just as possible as spacemen from Mars. Or wherever you know, quantum seems I, yeah, to sure. quantum seems to really open the door for for. I don't want to say you're faithless. <laughs> I could ask you about your faith too. Maybe you have, uh, but uh, I was going to say it seems like quantum's opened the door for uh, scientists. Let's see, say scientists to kind of have uh, weird thoughts or something. It's kind of like I don't think there's aliens, but in a quantum reality there could be. So I don't think there's whales that talk to people, but in a quantum reality there could be. So it could be. It, it seems to really have opened the door uh for just thinking about anything. Uh how about how about this one? Would you want there to be aliens out there? Um I don't know. I hadn't really considered that. I, I guess as long as they were um, just observers, then sure, why not? I don't care. They're not, you know, it's kind of like, like here, I don't, I don't care what people do as long as they're not doing it in my front yard. Gotcha. Um, you can, you can do whatever you like, but, but getting back to faith yeah. and this will, this may be very strange for people. Learning about quantum physics strengthens my faith. I can see that. So... I, you know, maybe for other people, it separates them from their faith. But for me, it just made it so much stronger because it's like, oh, that there might be a way to prove and quantify God. Um, and uh, yeah, so, you know, I'm a weirdo. <laughs> Have you ever been to church? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, you're a weirdo. No, I'm just <laughs> Uh, I actually have not found one in in Charleston. I I, I do some online churchy stuff. Um, really? I have friends who who love their their churches, and if they'll if they have a um an on an online uh, presence, sometimes I'll I'll watch it. Um, I think you know it's one of those things that now that I'm divorced and I'm living alone, um, I think maybe it would be a good thing for me to find a a good church community. Um, but I'm kind of already pretty churchy on the inside. <laughs> it would just be a way to meet friends, I guess. So. <laughs> Actually, it is a good way to meet friends. And also, you you yeah. know that the people that you meet there aren't going to be um, murderers, hopefully. Otherwise, they're really You would confused. hope not. Yeah, Although, it's... they probably are everywhere. Who knows? True. I'm surprised there's been, uh, I don't even want to say it, but a no-agenda meetup murder. That would. <laughs> oh, God. Don't say that. Uh, don't that's... put that into the universe. <laughs> Let me knock on all the wood. And... Yeah. Ah! But but that would be a great thing for the government because if the government really does hate what John and Adam are saying, 
They could hit us at the... No, it's not going to happen. Don't worry. No agenda meetups are great places. I've never had a bad experience at any of them. They've always been great, great, incredible people there. Oh, they're amazing. I love my um, local group. And then obviously I, I've had the opportunity. I've traveled to a few. And 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 then when Adam and Tina were here, we had a lot of people travel in. It was, it's, every, I've not met somebody that I wouldn't, you know, again, want to have a beer with and, and a conversation. Everyone is so different and interesting and wonderful. So I love, I love this community, even though I don't really like that word so much, but it really is a community. Communities are very needed for the the psyche, for the soul, for the the persona. As, as much yeah. as I can sit alone by myself in the sewer, I still need, uh, I still need some connection, man. Yeah. <laughs> you need other rats to engage with. Yeah. Yes, we are even, even rats are social creatures. Um, we, we need other people in our lives. I also think that your interaction with other people teaches you more than anything else, um, teaches you more about yourself and, oh, yeah. and about um, just life and the world. Um, and you you can't get that from a book. You can't get that from school. It's it's always your, your interaction with other people. So sadly, yeah. most of the time that we've interacted in our younger years were, well, for me, at least they were, I was, I was, I'm not an asshole, but some of the things when I look back on what I did, I was like, oh, what's wrong with me? Hey, we've all had those moments, but at least you recognize that yeah. there are so many assholes who don't know that they were once assholes or continue to be assholes. So, or will ever you're, even think about those things? You're yeah. well ahead, them. <laughs> it's making me a better person today, but it just makes me a sadder person too. I want to go. You have to let that go. What you did is is part of what made who, who made you who you are today. Let it go. Like, don't dwell in in that because. Um, Otherwise, you'll just make yourself miserable. Yeah, dwelling is. I mean, I, I'm not the best person either. I've also done terrible things that I regret. But you gotta like, you gotta let it go. Have you ever been Otherwise to prison? It makes your heart heavy. Pardon? Have you ever been to prison? No. Wow. <laughs> never been arrested. <laughs> never been to jail. Handcuffed? <laughs> nope. Oh well. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so you're also. Uh, 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 you do a lot of voiceover. Do you, do you have? Have you ever done like extremely professional? Have I have I heard you in like a movie or a cartoon movie or? No, uh, I would love to do that. Don't don't get me wrong. Um, no, not ninety five percent. What I don't do outside of the the no agenda community, yeah. you know, for for jingles and and um, skits and stuff, um, is is corporate online learning. Hmm. And un unless you are. Um, taking one of those courses. No, you've, you've never, <laughs> you've never heard me. Um, you do have a but, great voice. You got to get out there. It's, uh... Thank you. Yeah. I, that's part of, um, what I've, what I've been trying to do this year, but I've got this lingering project that, um, is like a, a ball and chain. I need to, I need to shake off. And then the, the rest of the year, I'm going to start really marketing myself. Nice. I don't, you know, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. It's so fun. Um, and I finally feel like I have the the confidence um, to pursue to pursue it more. So, like, the, you know, somebody once asked me if I would do um, read a, a a short novel. Yeah. And I loved the idea, but the thing that still intimidates me, and I have to get over this, is the different character voices. Um, <laughs> because I change so my voice many people them? are so skilled at that that um, I I just need to really practice up up my game. On that. For a, for well, a book, I don't too. think you really have to change your voice that much. Just kind of like maybe your tone or something. Because uh, 
I know exactly what you're saying. And I'm trying to think back to like uh, audiobooks that I've listened to and liked. And it's not like they, it's not like, oh, my name is John. Hi, I'm Betty. How you doing? <laughs> it's, it's usually, it's usually like a really, uh, like just kind of like a, like a feeling. They kind of like to put feeling behind their current voice. It's not really, they, you, know, you don't have to change it that much. You just kind of have to like dig into the psyche of the person and how they might be saying it, which is also annoying sure. because that takes time and yeah <laughs> yeah time sucks yeah <laughs> uh, have have you ever used a ouija board as a kid yeah oh like really a teenager yeah those things are dangerous i wouldn't touch one at all i can't believe you actually touch one that's really that's, yeah it's a little scary. i mean it was it, this was like the um, you know, the game board version where it's plastic and, yeah, and those like are the cardboard, even those, those have the most evil spirits within them because those guys are what? working harder for less money. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> yeah, right no, that was, that was like a uh, slumber party stuff, you know, in the eighties. So, um, yeah, of course I, I mean, I don't remember ever having any kind of experience with it. I think we all just kind of sat there we wanted to know does billy like me kind of bullshit <laughs> and um and then you know it's like and then you you, you hope you know everyone wants to push it to the way they want it to go so no i i don't think we conjured up any um any evil some some dead guy from world not. war one is like oh i'm back on earth oh these little girls want to know if they like if billy likes them i died for this <laughs> what's this crap <laughs> i'm trapped in this ouija board and they're asking me the stupidest things and we're all giggly <laughs> like, oh, okay yes, this is why I, this is at least it's not uh some evil nazi germany kids doing stuff yeah there you uh, go exactly. uh, we're, yeah we're just innocent <laughs> uh innocent slumber party girls in tulsa oklahoma I'm thinking about little Nazi kids using a Ouija board now. It's just, is Jeremy a Jew? And so, uh, it's okay. Uh, <laughs> have, oh, man. Have you, ever, have you ever watched any Star Trek? Um, well, not on purpose. <laughs> oh, I'm guessing your ex. <laughs> Yeah, so um you know, I actually did enjoy Next Generation. So when I when I was a um when I was a teenager that was on. And my parents were my dad was a super um trekkie. Yeah. So um so yeah, I remember watching Next Generation with my dad, but it, that was more about like I was daddy's girl and I so I didn't mind I mean, yeah. whatever he had on on um the old ones. I've only ever seen the ones that become memed. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, so um, and I and I understand who all the characters are, obviously, because um, they're tropes um, that have been burned into our brains. But no, it's just not. It's not that I don't like sci-fi. It's just I have a limited amount of time. Oh yeah, um, <laughs> I'm surprised you're. And a limited amount of garbage TV. Yeah. I already watch like this morning when I was working out. I watched Gilmore Girls. Ooh. So you know that's where my brain is. I like I like happy and um, you know. Rainbows and flowers. And any other any other good TV shows other than uh, the Gilmore Girls that you that you've been watching? Uh, the, you know, I just finished Sandman oh, on cool. Netflix. So I'm the only a... time I watch TV is when I work out. Um, and uh, so I I binged through Sandman. I'm a 
Neil Gaiman fan. You, 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 bench, you did bench presses through saying Wow. Yeah, no, well, no, I do. It's like a 45 minute long show. Really you weird. must have, you yeah. must have uh, <laughs> huge guns. So, um, so yeah, so I just finished Sandman. What else did I watch recently? Um, oh, you know, another, what was that? Bridgerton, you know, cheesy chick, mm. chick show on, on Netflix. There's, um, there's a bunch I watched of them. The Boys on, on Amazon. Amazon. I have to see yeah. season three of that. Uh, for, for the Sandman, did you, did you like Sandman? I did. Um, it, I, it, at the beginning, I wasn't sure. Yeah. It had, um, it had a taste of cheese and then to it. it. Uh, well, you know what I kind of liked about it is the, the, ep, the, the quality, I guess, episodic quality of it, where each episode was a different scene, a different um, new well, characters would story, come in yeah. that would solve whatever problem in that, um, for that episode. And then you would just leave those characters you know the only there were very few consistent characters um i mean the the bad guy like creeped me out and he obviously was a a vein throughout the whole thing but um you know i like those uh and and this has kind of become a trope in in tv lately where you have a hero who is also kind of a villain you know so like the sandman not not the greatest guy in the world not a guy obviously a god or whatever you want to call it um but no i i I enjoyed it i thought it was um it was beautifully done like visually it was beautifully done i thought they um they did a a nice job did you like it i'm i think i'm almost done with the first season (laughs) uh i i'm liking it a lot i did when i first started watching like okay well this is this is okay, and then I then like like yeah. on episode two or three, I was like, oh, I'm really liking this. I do like how each like story is uh, episode. It's like its own little package of its of, of weirdness. Uh, yeah, the 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 main guy is, he does a decent job as Dream. He's he's yeah. He's, uh, I think he does a, a good job being you know brooding and and um you know oh but maybe he does have a heart. <laughs> uh, do you want to go to sleep now? It's like he's 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 a very weird guy, and sometimes he's really uh, sometimes he's really personable, and sometimes you really just hate him. So he does. I yeah. guess he's a good actor. He does a good job in it. And uh, yeah, have you have you done the diner scene yet? Uh, yeah, I'm up to. Uh, they just Ugh. they just got rid of the vortex. I think that, oh, okay. that's probably towards oh, yeah, the you're, end. You're at the end then. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The the diner scene that diner part was really really cool. I I was like oh man oh. He's given them exactly what they wanted. This is going to be a utopia. And then it started to fall apart. So I was like, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was just a bloody, bloody mess. Yeah. And, and but but what I um, again, you know, I'm Pollyanna. And so what I liked so much about that episode um, was that at the end, you know, when when Dream was trying to explain why that was such a terrible idea, it's because. If you if everybody tells the truth all the time, they lose their dreams and it's your hopes and dreams that actually carry you through that get you through the crap that is, you know, in your life. Um, So I I thought that was very nice. It it makes you feel a little bit better about lying about your life. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I thought, you know, what was it when the waitress first um said something to the effect of, you know, I just have a sense of people. I was like, oh, my God, that waitress is me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh. I know. And then when I saw the the spiral, I just thought, oh, I really need to, like, get myself in check. <laughs> just make sure you, you don't, don't fall in love shit. with uh, the line cook over there. He's a... Uh... Yeah, exactly. Who is... Um, 
Well, I mean, spoiler alert. Well, I don't want to spoil it for anybody. But, I, yeah, the, that the Sandman's a really old book. The actually, uh, I I have the comic book, and the mm. first book in like a twelve book series ends at the the soccer guy that gets killed. Oh right, so okay. There's like when, eight books. With death. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So the there's there's like eight to ten books, and the first book ended at that scene. Oh, okay. That's cool. So Good to a, know. There's a lot of there's um, a lot of Sandman left if they actually go through with it. But yeah, I I'd like to see another season. You know, I want to um, learn more about the uh, the guy who's living forever, and he keeps wanting to. Yeah, he's cool. Like, I love that. Yeah, I love that attitude. That because you know, Dream keeps thinking he's gonna give up. This will be the time <laughs> that he's you know he's done. He's over it, and he keeps going. Are you kidding me? This is amazing. <laughs> it's great. I love that. It is, well, also, if you have an extended timeline, then you, then you could start to invest in stuff. And you... <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd like to um, understand the the siblings a bit better, um, and because uh, I I liked Death. I liked that episode that that she was in. I yeah, thought she's cool. Um, that was fun. Um, and like de- desire is creepy and totally gets under my skin. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't, that actor always really um, skis me out. It's like, what is going yeah, on? Oh, <laughs> got this creepy, slimy look <laughs> like, on his face. So awful. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it was. I thought it was. Um, I do well. Like I said, I, I like Neil Gaiman, yeah, and so um, anything that he's attached to, I'll at least give a, a shot. Cause yeah, I was the same at the beginning. I thought the first couple of episodes, I was like, eh, do I want to invest my time? But again, it's when I'm working out. So it's not like I'm really investing yeah. that much time. It's time that I would. Yeah. So. Uh, I think the Corinthian guy is really hot and a little Southern dude. Ooh. Oh, ugh. but the, the eyeball. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you know, he's wearing, when he's wearing his glasses, he's got that up. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's, um, he's creepy with the teeth in there. He, yeah, he got under my he got under my skin too. Like you could just you got a sense of him right away. Like he again, I thought he had a nice performance because you could, um, you could tell he was malevolent or um, malevolent or however you say that word. You tell he was a bad dude. Yeah, <laughs> right away, right away. Even though he's got that big grin, he was, he was um, nice to a couple people, even though he was, he was doing it for his own gains. But like yeah. the, the vortex, he's like, I'm just trying to save your life. Here's the room key. And uh, if you want to well, leave, you right, leave. because he knew that he could use her power yeah. to <laughs> take over. So, yeah, I still. Yeah. That's why that's why Neil Gaiman is great, because he takes like God characters and makes them into something we could understand today. It's um yeah, these, these it's uh, he he's got a um and and his the the books that I've read. So I was first introduced to him with a graveyard book, mm. which I guess is meant for teenagers. I, I guess I'm I kind of a one. kid all the time. Anyway, <laughs> um, I love but, those YA books. Yeah, exactly. Um, and uh, he so he has this. Uh, yes, he he has like a um, I, I guess you'd call it a, a genre. But it's so wide ranging, the kind of characters that he writes about, but they all feel real. You know, they feel like I could I could meet this person and I would believe I believe that 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 they would have these qualities. So, yeah, I really enjoy his work. He's good. Then he's then his his, uh, wife has hairy armpits. (laughs) Oh, no, really? Amanda Palmer. Yeah. The musician chick. She's I just I don't know why I was about his wife. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, okay. Mm. I don't know where. Harry armpit stick in my mind, but 
because it's probably an image you cannot get out of your head. I mean, seriously, that, uh, you know, to each their own. Again, she's not doing it in my front yard. She can have her hair armpits. I will not be participating in that regard. If I was um, a chick, I'd probably never shave either. I would just wear pants and shirts all the time. <laughs> I'm too lazy for this. Uh, I'm not sure. I don't, you know, when you're when you're raised a girl, um, slitting green there, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, but to each their own. Like, do do as you will. I love my shaving business. my armpits. oh man well i think uh i think i went through all of my questions here Uh, oh good yeah and uh it was a really great talking to you do you have anything you'd like to promote or uh you want to you want to sell anything over here um you know just uh watch animated no agenda um and uh, you can find it on youtube or better yet go to a one of the modern podcast apps that support video, and that is uh, CurioCaster, um, Pod, Podverse, and Podfriend all support video for now. I'm sure others will eventually down the road. And then if you're a developer and you have any interest in Podcasting 2.0, we are having a hackathon. And I say we by the developers are, but I am going to be herding the cats. So that's why I was on their um, show episode 98, um, which was basically me saying, uh, and, um, and so, and embarrassing <laughs> myself and laughing the entire time. It was a really, really fun, um, afternoon for me, but now I have to like do work and I have to, you know, get back into GitHub and all that good stuff. But if you're interested, there's, um, there's a hackathon, come use some of all these really cool features and, and build something cool as Dave and Adam would say. <laughs> that's they're really inspiring. They're just trying to make a better future for everybody. Yeah, it's a it's an amazing project. I'm like I said, I'm not I'm not a developer, but um, when their original goal was to preserve free speech, which is what podcasting is, it's like frictionless. You know, there's no middleman. You should be able to say what you like, and and then um, people can make the the decision whether or not to listen. Um, so when they built the index, which is their first the first thing that they concentrated on, I started listening to the episodes. And a lot of it flies right over my head um, because I'm not a developer. But when they started to bring in all these additional features with the the tags and the in, inside the namespace that allow you to do all these cool things within apps. And now then, you know, they've really got a mature funding network using Lightning. It's like it's incredible what they're doing. It's like I'm I'm in awe and I'm I'm just tickled to have a, a, a tiny, you know, volunteer um, role in it. But. It's really, it's fun. You're it's, a, you're a born cool. leader. You really know how to get people together and just be happy. You got, you got a strange energy about you, Jennifer. Oh, thank you. I hope be, that means it's a good energy. Strange, might be quantum. you know. You got some quantum energy in you. Some happy, happy quarks. <laughs> happy quarks. <laughs> well, thank you. Uh, and uh, I'd love to talk to you again because you're just a great talk to. And um, I hope you I'd have, be happy to do it. Hope you have a lovely rest of your week. Thank you. You too. All right, Jennifer. I shall talk to you later. Okay. Bye. Bye.
Wow. <laughs> Whoa. Wow. Okay, Diane, just give me the... Okay, take the lock off of the, the fridge, okay? I'll do the ad. Just take... Yeah, I'm... I know. I know what I have to do. I, it's... I could talk about it. That's fine. We could talk about it. it I just wanted to... Yeah, you have the beer locked up in the fridge. I see the lock. I know I don't know the combination for it. I know you know the combination for it. Uh, yeah. I have to start and then you'll start. Okay. Um Hi everybody. This this is a This is a paid sponsorship ad right now. Um this is this is this is how you this is how you do a podcast everybody. You have to find somebody to give you money so you could talk about them. And you have to say only good things about them. So I'm going to talk really well about Diane, what's the name of the company? Dark Sewer Egos. That's what they're calling it. Ego there's going to be fucking lawsuits about this one. Ego and ego, like an electronic go. Is that, am I getting that right? Let me see the contract. All right. Wait, I, I get, I get the car though. It's an electric car. It's a, oh, look at this. They, they got some stats here. It's, it's made for me. So it's, um, it's a foot long. Looks like a looks like a Chevy. All right, yeah, give me the beer. Thank you. I'm I'm I already started talking about the uh, the car for 15 seconds, so she she was, I was able to get the beer. Here we go. Ah. All right. Okay, yeah, put the gun down. I'll talk more about the car. Jesus. Okay, the dark sewer ego. It's Really? It's aluminum foil plated it's got a lithium ion battery mined in the in the deep caves of poor countries i have to read this this is horrible um it, the minerals that we pull out of the earth are, are it's, it's the made of the world's finest poisons and the only reason that this shit would come up other than little kids digging it out of the floor would be an earthquake, which probably lead to a gigantic natural disaster, killing all the panda bears in the area. So our company is helping by getting the chemicals out of the floor before the earthquake. So it's not going to kill the panda bears. Dark sewer egos car. Hold on. I need it. are not only huge on the outside, but they're huge on the inside. And there's tons of space for my feet. And these things are on a 2.4 hertz frequency. Um, so they could be controlled remotely. They could be remotely controlled from anywhere that they want to, wherever they uh, got line of sight. Or at least a thin 
few walls between you and this is a lot of legal jargon in here. I'm not going to go through all the legal jargon. Okay, look, th- there's 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 legal jargon. That's how what I call it. It's the footnotes. Whenever you see a footnote, it's legal jargon, even if it's in a book. Because there shouldn't be footnotes in a gosh darn book unless it's bound to law. Dark sewer egos are selling for the cheap, cheap price of $6,999. And I'm going to get to drive one for a little while during the show, probably in between some breaks. I'll have to drive. I'll test drive it. Um, And I'll come back to you with, um, I already know it's going to be glowing reviews. It's going to be great. How long do I have to, Diane? How long do I have to uh, have this car for? Oh, fuck. Okay, I'm gonna drive it. I'll drive it. Okay. This is just a memo or a letter, if you will to people who microwave or cook fish at work or just in a, you know, public space without some type of consent. Fuck you. Uh, I mean that from the bottom of my heart. Fuck you. Fuck your mama. Fuck your daddy. Fuck the horse you rode in on. Fuck everybody who loves you, who cares about you, who has ever supported you in your life, who has become a part of making you the person that you are today. Fuck you. Fuck them. Fuck all of y'all. Um, if Barack Obama did it, fuck him too. Bette Midler did it, fuck her. Nobody's safe in this damn fish game. Because let me tell you, that shit is inconsiderate as fuck. All right? Especially at work. It's a public area. I don't give a damn if it was the last thing that you could eat. I don't give a fuck if it was the only thing that you could eat that month. That shit is inconsiderate as fuck. You know what fish smell like. You know what it smell like. You knew what it smelled like before you came in. You knew damn well that when heat is applied to fish, it stank. You know damn well that when fish is cold, it stank. So you knew that it was going to smell and you knew that other people were going to smell it. And yet you said, fuck them. I don't care. You are terrible. Everything bad in life, I hope, happens to you and only you. How fucking dare you? That is an unwritten rule. At work, especially. It's just an unwritten rule, and you fucking violated it. You fuck, you a goddamn, you should be ashamed of yourself. Microwave and fish at work is right up there with, with people who smack when they eat. Goddamn war criminals. You belong in Guantanamo with fucking mouth breathers, people who eat salad at the goddamn grocery store, and people who rush in front of you just so they can slow down. This isn't a video to tell you to stop because we all know you're not going to stop because as I mentioned previously, you suck as a human being. You're terrible and invalidated everything else good in your life when you decided to microwave fish at work. You suck. Just simply to tell you, fuck you. I hate you and only you. Please do not drink and drive. Let us do that for you.
pretty rocking. It's a, it's a good song. I liked it. Um, her titty feels right. What the hell are you talking about there, Trundle Bed? Jeez. All up in my chat talking about touching. What about the left one? Um, the last two songs were VCA089 with Aqua Marine, and then we just had 58M South with Diagonal Mind. Thank you to Servo once again for posting stuff in there. I'm starting to uh, change how I hold my microphone on this robotic arm thing. What about over here? Is this good? Oh, it's a uh, it's a decent track. Uh, all the music that's played on the show, I do, I do, uh, I do like it. I would listen to it. I I also like to um, listen to voicemails. And you can give a call in now. If you want to give a call in and talk about that incredible interview with uh, uh, Dame Jennifer, Isaac Buchanan, or if you want to talk about anything, including uh, Twin Peaks or phones or... Um, 917-719-5923 like this person did and they left a voicemail hey Nick Uh, look I'm on a committee I'm a chairman on a committee Uh, I need a terrible movie to play to you know kind of just some mild evening entertainment to then maybe spark up conversation among the the attendees. I was thinking, what, uh, uh, Batman versus Superman. I don't, I don't care to hear the the whining. Oh, but it's Ben Affleck. No, I just want something, some good bullshit to make the people like uh, you know converse at the, the cash bar afterward, whatever. Ain't networking, yeah, you know, uh, uh, conference bullshit. Um, <clears throat> yeah, we we rented it. It's a pretty nice uh, giant screen theater area, not IMAX. Maybe, maybe we're beyond IMAX. Hell, it's twenty two at this point. So IMAX is like late eighties, early nineties tech. I don't, I don't know. It's all bullshit. Anyway. So I was just curious, uh, your opinion of a good, uh, very low B-rated movie. Maybe the sewer chat can contribute, but uh, uh, maybe not even a big, big deal because, you know, royalties and whatever shit we're going to have to pay for that. But, uh, yeah, it's it's a conference I'm not allowed to disclose, um, obvious reasons. We don't need rats or aliens attending spontaneously. Hey, crashing the party. That's Zindu. You know, that kind of bullshit. But uh, look at my penis. It's a warp. Don't call Um, into my show and talk about Zindu. So, yeah, medical-type-ish conference. Just some off-kilter bullshit to watch. All right, listen here. I don't know. Zombies. One, don't call into my show. Adios. 
<laughs> and two, oh. uh, long answer for your your very good question, uh, showgirls. Uh, uh, caller, is, are you there? Is there somebody on the line? Hold on. I don't know if the, the phone line's broken, maybe. Uh, caller? No, I don't think... Uh... Where's where's the caller? Caller, are you there? See, I see you're there, but I don't hear you. Hold on. What if I hit this button and then I hit that button? What if I hit this button and then that button? Caller, do you hear that? Because, caller, if you hear that, then uh, I can't hear you, though. There's something wrong with my the, Diane. Is this is the systems working? Is the phone working right here? Is this phone working? Welcome to the club, Atomic Glue. Uh, let's uh, call. I gotta hang up on you. Sorry about that. Because we got we have another caller calling through. We uh, caller, are you calling? Can you hear me? Is there a caller? Caller? Caller! Oh, caller, thank you. Oh, I was getting worried that last was caller that wasn't caller? a caller. There was a caller, caller, there was a call, but the caller wasn't the caller. Are you the caller or am I the caller? Um, I'm the callee. Is it a caller or a caller? Depends on if you're in in Boston, I think. Boston. Bostonians say collar. I don't actually, I have no fucking idea what people in Boston would say. <clears throat> they say ka. I know that. What's, what, what's one of the weirdest words you've ever heard? Weirdest words? Yeah. Like, I'll, oh. I'll just jump off. I'll tell you my, my, the weirdest word I ever heard is draw. Draw the word draw. After I say it twice, hmm. even twice, that word is just all fucked up. It's just a weird fucking word. That is pretty fucked up. Can you say that word for me like three more times? Just say that word. Draw. See, so you can't even you can't even fucking say it. You're done. Edited. Draw. Edited is an annoying one. If you if you edit, I edited it. I edited it. Is always yeah. That's always in the list. But uh, draw is just a milk. Milk is a weird word. I guess milk is a little weird. Milk. 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 Mal- that's milk. When you say when you say milk, milk makes me milk. feel milky. It's what is milk in another language? Is there milk in like how do you say how do you say milk? I'm sure, in, there is. Ow, how do you say milk in Latin? What is the Latin word for milk? I'm sure there was milk in Latin times, right? You know what kind of uh, bees produce milk? There's a bee that produces milk, in case you didn't know. A milk bee? Uh, no, it's bo- uh, booby. A booby? <laughs> milk in Latin. Lack. <laughs> Lack. 
Black? Is it, no, L-A-C. Black is milk. L-A-C. Lack. 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 And apparently Sounds you're supposed delicious. to say C like there's a, it's like a K. Lack. 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 Oh, maybe that's got a, is it some, uh, like a derivative of lactose? Some, somehow? In Punjabi, it's Duda. <laughs> Moloko. Moloko is Russian. How about, what is the fuck, what the fuck is Igbo? Igbo. <laughs> it's a, t- I'm being very uh, racist right like now. Yak, I don't know what IGBO uh, is, but apparently. Like yak milk, probably. Like, yeah, no, 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 Igbo is, 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 I'm, I'm changing from English to Igbo. Oh, oh. What it's, is the Igbo? Def- it's uh, right above Indonesian and right below Icelandic. I've heard of them, but I've never hmm. heard of Igbo. I got what, what does milk translate to in Igbo? Oh, well, milk and Igbo <laughs> is. <laughs> Miriara, but it's like Miri. There's two M's. It's M M I R I. Why are they using the outfit? These Igboos. Igbo. Yeah. Igbo makes milk sound delicious. Igbo. It's not even on the Igbo people are an ethnic group in Nigeria. They are primal, primarily found in Ibia, Anambra, Iboni. Enugu and Emo states. Sorry, Igbo people. I didn't know you were out there. Now I do. Huh. The Igbo. I'm just glad that they have. I'm glad that they have milk. No, no, they don't have milk. They have Miri Ara. Oh, or Miri Ara. That sounds. It sounds like I think the world should adopt that as the international word for milk. Why? Why can't I translate it to Kajit? They don't have Kajit on Google. These. We need to talk to somebody. We should go to the the United Nations. And be like, we need to get the Kajit translations on Google. This is this racism has to end today. Oh well, yeah. There's a lot of well, and some of them have it where they'll uh, like it'll say it to you. The pronunciation. You know, audio. Yeah. But some it it does not. And most of them are vastly incorrect. Well, you know, it's uh <laughs> uh do you do you, uh like this how about this? Leche. Did you hear oh, did you hear leche? that? Yes. Leche. In in Catalana they call it liet. Yes. Yet, 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 yet. Give me a call tall cup of Leche yet. Is, is yet. correct. Yeah, they don't have translations for all of them. Mleco. This is a... Ooh, how do you say it in Polish? Mleco. Mleco. Oh. Apparently, a lot of people call it meleko. Me, 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 me. 
It's there's probably a lot of meh in it because his cows go moo. Why? Sounds, oh, again, uh, cow guy, milk is it not. It sounds a little dirty when that guy says it. Can you play that again in Polish? Leko. 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 He's got a little dirty inflection there. Oh, uh, they don't have the. I wanted the Yiddish one. That would have been fun. Oh. Yiddish milk is milk. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Albanian sounds like robots. Sounds like Jewish. It's it's spelled it's Q-M-E-S-H-T, like Q-M-S-H-T. Wait, what's how's it spelled again? Q U M E with an umlaut. S H T. It's cum shit. Cum shit. Cum shit. Hmm. So much. So much. I have no head. I don't know how to say the E with the two dots on it. I know they have weird, like, uh, there's not enough vowels in some of their words when you look at them. And it, like, the pronunciation is a lot different than. Some of, uh, say, like, uh, Western Europe. Color. Have you watched any media this week? Media? Well, does this week go into the weekend? Uh, um, Wednesday to Wednesday. Oh, Wednesday? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I did. I watch this dude on Twitch playing some games every once in a while. I kind of constantly had it on my computer, I think, for most of the weekend. Was he really good playing video games? I think I think so. Um, I think I watched a little bit. I know one game he was standing there for a long time. I was like... He's probably uh, rolling something while he's standing there. Are you talking about famous Twitch video gamer PewDiePie? <laughs> how did you? <laughs> how did you know? I thought he was talking about me. <laughs> what is it? <sighs> I thought he was going to say no. I was talking about you. That... <sighs> Messed up. Let's listen to Martin Hirsch with Rock Me. I'm not...
you, you can get deep into debt making up uh, your own business. And so I, I think, well, if you're going to have debt relief for people for college, for working class, you really, in all fairness, should offer debt relief for people who decide to be entrepreneurs and get into debt making up a business instead. That would be a fair balance of forces, you know. Very typically, I, I don't hear conservatives saying, oh, we need to have debt relief for businesses because they're not even bringing that to the table. How about winning some points, Republicans? You know, bring, some, bring it to the table. Okay, look, look Democrats, we'll, we'll see your $10,000 of debt relief for student loans if you give $10,000 of debt relief for small businesses, for young people who are starting up you know, as debt relief. How, you know, throw that in the pot, but they're not doing that. Why? Well, because it's government overstepping everything. Well, you know, make it fair. Not that it would put even a drop in my bucket. <laughs> I would need like an order of magnitude more than that. <laughs> uh, We've had two other people on the show who've worked with Marlon Brando, and I know you worked with him for a few days. Mm. And uh, anything interesting come of that uh, relationship? Um... I I must say I don't I don't say this to be vicious but I don't worship at the altar of Marlon Brando because I feel that he's he's copped out in a certain way he's no longer in the leadership position that he could be he could really be inspiring a whole generation of actors and by continuing to work but what happened is the press loved him whether he was good bad or indifferent mm -hmm. where people thought he was this sort of institution no matter what he did so he doesn't care anymore, and I just think it would be sad to be 53, whatever he is, and not give a damn, that's all. I just think it's too bad that the man has kind of been forced into that hostility. Um, that's, but you wouldn't... Well, he's here tonight, Chris. <laughs> and, um, um, I don't care. And listen, that's not something... That's something that I would say to him as well. I don't, I don't want to be accused of talking out of school. You know, okay. but he could be a real leader for, for us. Yeah. Was it in, exciting to work with him, though? Not really. No. <laughs> no. I had a wonderful time, but the man didn't care. I'm sorry. He just, you know, took the two million and ran, you know? Yeah. Hmm. So, uh, I just still care. I'm a real beginner, and I just care so much that it hurts when someone's phoning it in. Yeah. Uh, he is a wonderful actor. He is a brilliant man. But at this moment... He just isn't uh, motivated. That's all I mean to say. Well, I appreciate you being here. It was a lot of fun. Uh, Marlon's going to kill me, but no, anyway. No. Thank you. Stop. Uh, how many people felt themselves getting kind of blissed out during that exercise? Euphoric, floating, high. Look around. Uh, keep your hands up and look around. That's uh, one of the quickest meditation techniques in the world. It's an old Sufi tradition. And it just grows naturally out of the first exercise, which I invented. And uh, the two of them fit together so nicely that I figure uh, they should be done together where, with a sufficient pause in between for people to digest the difference. Once you start putting words on things, you don't lose quite so much of your time. The short time mob can't steal your time from you to put it in their eternal bank account. And you begin to discover eternity in an hour. Uh, because the higher you get, the more attention you pay, and the more attention you pay, the higher you get. Um, how many people uh, felt that was longer than the first uh, experiment? How many people thought it was shorter? They were both the same length, but at least this one, but at least this one got you higher. 
<laughs> Who said that? How long did you think? That's how long it was for you. Uh, you're not, not going to get me into one of these Aristotelian reality traps. Uh, you walk through a museum and you see a Rembrandt, a Botticelli. I, I may induce mild hypnosis with this exercise. I wasn't even planning to. Uh, a Botticelli, um, a Leonardo, a Van Gogh, a Van Gogh, however you want to pronounce it, um, a Cezanne, a Picasso, a de Kooning, a Jackson Pollock, a Klein, an Oldenburg, um, uh, photo, photos by Maplethorpe. Um, they're all different. They all had the courage to portray their own reality tunnel. They didn't try to fit the norms of society. And they didn't imitate one another either, which is the era of all mass movements. Every rebellious mass movement sets up an orthodoxy which everybody tries to imitate, and they become just like what they're rebelling against. Art uh, doesn't do that. Uh, if you look at the early works of Van Gogh, you'll see he was imitating Rembrandt. That was part of his training, how he taught himself to paint. If he went on imitating Rembrandt, you would never have heard of Van Gogh. It's because he had the courage to paint in his own way that he became a classic. Uh, Picasso found his own way of seeing things. That is what makes them valuable. And yet we've got reality police, self-appointed reality police in our society, going around telling us we should all be living in the same reality. And if we dare to live in our own reality or to speak frankly about the fact we're living in our own reality, they want to lock us up and give us shock therapy or something. In other words, the idea of one reality, which is more or less taken for granted, the idea that there is one reality, is a conspiracy to destroy art. And creativity. And what does science grow out of? Science grows out of playfulness and artistic elegance and creativity. So it would destroy science, too. So the idea of one reality is not only anti-artistic, anti-individualistic, anti-self-realization, but it's even anti-scientific. So have the courage to live in your own reality. If your reality gets too weird, your friends will eventually tell you, hey, hey, lay off for a while. Don't come on so heavy. Reality is what you can get away with. The point at which you can't get away with it, it's not real anymore. And I think uh, this is a good point to take a break, let people get up, walk around, uh, loosen up, find the restrooms if you need them, hurry out for a cigarette if you need that, uh, and then we'll get back together in about five minutes. I really killed him. As for the body, I really hit it. I am the reason Jeffrey went missing. I am the reason Jeffrey not living. Jeffrey a bitch. I'll kill him again. It wasn't just me. I had help from my friends. Donnie and Tim, they got the guns. No gun license and registered ones. Paul and Kate wasn't involved, but they sell drugs. Yeah, they move weight. I just, I just recently stopped using the word tranny. 
because a trans friend of mine told me that how much it hurts. She was like, that, that really bothers me when you say that. It's a very hurtful term. And I was like, what? <laughs> tranny? How the fuck is tranny hurtful? I just added a Y. <laughs> it's a fucking Y. What's so hurtful about a Y? She was like, well, how would you like it if I called you Blackie? <laughs> Well played, Tranny. Well played. At a top robotics company in Japan this week, four robots being developed for military applications killed 29 humans in the lab. And they did it by shooting what he called metal bullets. The scariest part is that lab workers deactivated two of the robots, took apart the third, but the fourth robot began restoring itself and somehow connected to an orbiting satellite to download information about how to rebuild itself even more strongly than before. One must learn to see. When I see a tree, I don't see just twigs and branches. I see gaps, shapes, movements. And how it looks in relation to its surroundings. I take all of this into my body and soul and experience it. Perade. Everybody grows up within a culture uh, that tries to teach them that the way our culture does things is the natural way, ordained by God. It's the only rational, rational and sensible way. And all other cultures, all the damn foreigners, are all crazy, dirty, degenerate, and subhuman. And... Uh, they, they also, every place you go, they also believe tourists are a curse invented by God to punish us for our sins. Uh, the reason tourists appear a curse invented by God is uh, that tourists don't act the way people are supposed to act. If they come from Germany, they don't act like us. They act like Germans. If they come from Ireland, they act like Irish. If they come from Japan, they act like Japanese. They don't know the right way to act, which is the way we were taught to act. Now, I have pondered all my life, all my adult life, why do people spend so much time on the singular occupation of making life hard for other people? That is to say, why do people put so much energy into trying to put other people down, to find nasty things to say about them, ways to criticize them, ways to humiliate them, ways to make them feel like they're one step down? Well, according to most standard psychological theories, people do this because they feel insecure. People who feel insecure are trying to put other people down. That makes them feel a little less insecure because they put somebody even further down than they feel. Okay, that theory sort of makes sense. But then you look around and you see how much time people spend trying to put one another down. And the only conclusion you can come to is that everybody feels insecure. Human society consists of a bunch of people who basically have this program, which the great New York psychologist Albert Ellis uh, defined way back in the 50s as, I am a no-good shit. Uh, 
Uh, Ellis I regard as my great predecessor in using honest language in books about psychology, describing the way people really think and feel. I am a no-good shit. That is the basic program that most people are operating on. And the second program is, if I pretend hard enough, nobody will guess I'm a no-good shit. And the third program is, the way to do it is to convince everybody else that they're no-good shit. <laughs> the people who become most ad adept at this find an ideology which allows them to go around correcting everybody else all the time which explains why there are so fucking many Marxists in the world, even after Marxism has totally collapsed everywhere outside of China, Cuba, and Pacifica Radio. <laughs> Marxism is basically a maneuver to put other people down. You just wait for them to say something. you got a long list, and as soon as they violate one of the taboos, you jump, aha, bourgeois thinking, uh, male chauvinism, uh, whatever is the, the latest thing. And... Uh, now, now, why are people so devoted to putting one another down? Why do they all have this basic program, I am a no-good shit? Well, infants are born without any culture. Every infant, as Bucky Fuller once said, is born naked, hungry, and intensely curious. Me. And that's about it. Naked, hungry, and intensely curious. So the principal role of parents is to take this naked, hungry, intensely curious being and persuade it, cajole it, browbeat it, terrorize it, or one way or another convince it that the way we do things in this tribe is the natural way ordained by God, and anything you feel like doing or want to do or that seems natural to you, if it doesn't fit into tribal customs, you've got to stop it right away. Now, most people have been so thoroughly conditioned by their culture that they really are horrified when they become parents, if they become parents. They really are horrified when they notice that their children do not have the tribal taboos firmly in place. The children are born without the taboos. They do all sorts of things that, according to social standards, are immoral, unethical, disgusting, perverse, uh, and not what, not the way human beings are supposed to behave. So the parents are really shocked. Oh, my God, we gave birth to a monster. No. So, so then they put on more pressure. So the process of growing up from infancy to toddler to a uh, young child ready, getting ready for school is a process of learning continually that you are a no-good shit. And you've got to learn to put on this mask and act like everybody else and repeat all the social customs, and then nobody will notice you're a no-good shit. And this creates so much tension that people spend most of their adult lives still trying to recover from this by finding other no-good shits and denouncing them. So human society consists of a search-and-destroy mission against no-good shits. Let's find the no-good shits and get rid of them. In California right now, it's the cigarette smokers. New York Times said uh, that Louis C.K. jizzed on his own stomach. <laughs> you know, I've busted a lot of nuts in my day. None of them were newsworthy. <laughs> Shit was really gross, because they didn't just say it like I said it. They didn't describe it like, you know what I mean? Steven shot out like a volcano of misogyny, slowly drizzling down like lava. Covering his freckled penis as it slowly dripped 
to a fiery crown of red hair. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I'm trying to eat some Wavell's Ranch Charles, and these niggas is... <laughs> Bum, 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 bum,
wow. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I already eat both. Oh, there's another. I just had a a Reese's white. It was greasy. I think I sort of like it, but better than the original Reese's pieces. The dark chocolate one's still better than that, though. But that was actually not so bad. The the garbage version of uh, white chocolate is pretty good. The phone lines are back open. And I'm going to play some voicemails. If I can find my gosh darn mouse. Voice mail. Hey, Nick. Oh, really? Uh, a patient, a uh, friend, and uh, acquaintance. Uh, yeah, she's all three. Anyway, she asked me a question. Uh, one of those brain uh, riddles or whatever. Yeah, she's like, hey, doctor, can you name two structures that hold water? I had to pause for a second. I said, well, damn. Let me ask my friend Nick. And I hope that answers your question for you, caller. I have it all figured out. You did not stay along. But in the end, Cheers. Cheers to you, sir. Uh, or ma'am. Don't know. Nine one seven seven nine five nine five nine five. Nick Hart. Nick Cage. Nick. Cage. I want you to watch out for ghosts, Nick. There, there are ghosts. I've heard about ghosts in the soup. And, uh, what job for them? They're, they're bitchy female ghosts. And they, uh, they're seductive. And, 
and sensual. Yeah. They're also full of shit, Nick. Watch out for the female full of shit ghosts that are in the sewers, Nick. Uh, when can you help me steal all those important documents? Very soon. It sounds like Nick Cage is pink-pilled. From Washington. We'll get to ride around in fast cars, Nick, and possibly trade patients. Okay. Soon, I hope. Oh. Have you seen my pig? Uh, I'm just going to say no, but I did. It's a really flexible mouth. Uh, 917-795923. This call is now being recorded. Caller, do you hear that? Because caller, if you hear that, then uh, I can't hear I you. I do though. hear that. I do hear that. There's something wrong with my this, Diane. Is this is the systems working? Is the phone working right here? Is this phone working? But neither living dead's public domain, so that's uh, an easy movie to broadcast. Welcome to the club, Atomic Glue. Uh, let's uh, see. Oh, I gotta hang up. I can uh, put on Night of the Living Dead. Good. That's a good. Answer, because I have questions about that. There was no question for that answer. Did I even talk to me? What was it that happened? What the fuck was that? Um, que paso? Hey, que paso? Cheers. Cheers. That was a that was a fun interview with Dame Jennifer. Yeah, she was. Uh, she's she's great. Somebody build me a time machine. I have to go back to nineteen No, go back to 1980 and change your name to Billy because she was asking Ouija boards if Billy liked her. Now, if you as a future person knew that there was a, a teenage girl doing some Ouija board activity looking for the D... You could you could really you could fuck with that shit like wow you'd be like hey my name is Billy and I live in a piece of cardboard let's have fun. Well, slap me silly and call me Billy. Now let's see my cardboard Willie. <laughs> it unfolds <laughs> like a wallet. Don't get it wet. Wait, it's, it's actually it's like a Jacob's ladder. Actually, have you ever played with a Jacob's ladder? Uh, yeah, I've got a closet full of fentanyl over here too. Oh my goodness! Wait, actually, a Jacob's ladder is just uh, electricity. I'm just thinking of the movie with the that guy that dies. 
this is just a children's toy that yeah, I'm talking I know. It's, about. It's very strange that they oh, named okay. that movie after that. Now that I have, now that when I hear Jacob's Ladder, I think of really, uh, I think of like suicide when I hear Jacob's Ladder. Because because of the movie. I was on tour with a guy that that took a heavy amount of, uh, I guess it was heroin. I don't know. It was the first time I'd ever been in a situation like that, and like. We're in the hotel room trying to get up. him to go back to this fucking room. And yeah, he's like spitting on the floor and shit. I was like, dude. And of course, the fucking, they had a commons room booked that people could hang out in there and, you know, fucking whatever. There's a fridge and a microwave. And did you get a, did you get a big Christmas bonus that year at least? <laughs> uh, yeah, you could say that. Well, hey, there you go. <laughs> but that's a fucked up situation. I I probably would have rather. I'd be like, nah, don't uh, do that. Yeah, I I ended up I ended up saying something that caused them to smash the fuck of, out of the mirror and in the uh, bedroom. And you told him there was a ghost in the mirror while he was high as fuck. Gee, you're an asshole. Yeah, you know, it was actually kind of something like that. <laughs> yeah, truth be told. Wow. Well, you know, at least you have a story now. You don't know. It was a you shitty know, night. You, you got know. paid. Uh, you have a story. And, um, and it wasn't you, right? There's always going to be somebody else mm. doing some some dumb no, shit around no, you. No. You don't want to see I that. Would, I would throw up. I would throw up before I could get that fucked up. I don't think I would want to ever even get that fucked up. You just yep. can't. You just can't a... operate. It's like it's. It's just. Uh, it's like. Uh, I don't know. That's just weird. It's weird how you could get to that point. Now, he did tell me that it was fentanyl that he he thought it was, at least. And I don't know. I, I kind of go back and, back and forth because from everything that I've heard, the smallest grain amount can kill the population of a county twice over. Yeah, you could fart. Uh, you could fart on a little pile of fentanyl and kill a village. Yeah, but he's also, he was, he was very, very experienced. So, I don't know. Well, sometimes it doesn't uh, matter about experience. It matters about uh, body mass and uh, blood flow. It's there's a there's a bunch of factors with uh, uh, different chemicals with the with the body. You know, I I, I ran to the fridge. To- to grab a can of chemicals so I can talk to you, Nick the Rat. Oh, well, you, so I can smoke my chemicals. Yeah. You ha- you put your chemicals in the fridge? Mm-hmm. I like my chemicals cold. You, you, you smoke them cold? Well, I guess they're not cold after you smoke them. Otherwise, they wouldn't have combust. Actually, fun fact, uh, my tech director in college, he would keep his uh, cartons of cigarettes in the freezer in the shop. Wow. So you open up the freezer, you get, you get uh, ice tall, ice cold lemonade, put some ice in there, and get get some cigarettes. 
an ice cold pack of Marlboro menthols. <laughs> hey, that sounds that sounds pretty good, actually. You know, if it was um, if it wasn't the year twenty twenty two. Well, we'll we'll take a we'll take a pack back with us when we travel to. <laughs> oh man, nineteen eighty nine. We could go. We could be a smoking Ouija board. Yeah, dude. on an airplane, and we'd be okay. We could be yes. Oh my god, we could we could take an airplane and smoke <laughs> the entire way, fly to somewhere, go to a Waffle House, smoking there, smoking the bar. Doing satanic church. rituals, nobody would care or blink an eye. They don't even know about that shit. They're like, well, eh. Oh, yeah, this is the 80s. This is pre-satanic panic. I think, maybe. It was around that time. Actually, it, there was always some sort I of panic. I think it was like... I don't have... I don't, it didn't have the national... Uh, <laughs> it didn't catch the, the national eye. To like eighty four or eighty five or maybe yeah you know I could be totally totally wrong. Isn't it weird that I there was a there was like like government political movements against like gangster rap? Well, they're the ones funding it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a little counterintuitive. It's it's, like it's very strange does. when you look back at like government initiatives and what they funded or what they've uh, been behind. There was also the LSD and and uh, all that shit with the government too, right? Like they were doing those those mind mind experiments. I'm sitting here listening to Dink the Rat and doing some show prep, and I'm reading about fucking uh, radioactive tests conducted on people without their uh, knowledge and consent. Well, um, you know, that wasn't as bad as the Ouija board the test Army. they did. Though. The Ouija board test they did really fucked up uh, society. We just didn't hear about it because nobody would believe it. My mouth pad's a Ouija board. That would be, that'd actually be a kind of cool mouse pad. It's starting to get worn down. <laughs> There's like that that wear path from the mouse. There needs to be a, there needs to be a, a a spirit box. Okay. How about this? How about like a little device that picks up random um, data and it could create words and sentences uh, uh, and, and it'll, and it'll just sort of just talk. It'll get, it'll get a signal. It'll, uh, "Quote unquote," randomly grab a, a word from from a list and create sentences and talk to you, and it, it, it could be like a, a digital spirit box. That sounds pretty cool. Somebody, uh, I got it bookmarked. I'll see if I can't dig it out. But it was like, uh, I'm gonna say entro- entropy box, but I don't know if that's the right word. But it was something that I guess would. A, ge- Collect, a gear counter? Uh, a gear counter? Huh? A Geiger counter? No, 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 no. Uh, let me. I'll, I'll report back to it. I'll report back to you on it. An entropy box. If I, if I, if I try to remember anymore, it's uh, yeah. It was like it was released by those uh, hacker box guys, and they had this Chaos Star one that somebody had built. 
And um, the break break it was toad. June, I just wish I could remember what it used and what it generated. <laughs> Probably the two most important parts. <laughs> More or less, it's like. <laughs> I don't. I know something existed, but I don't really know exactly what it did or how it worked. Let me. I have. A, I don't even know its name. That's not. That's not this one. Or where it exists. I have a second question after that first one. Second question after that first one. Have you ever used a scrying mirror before? What? A scrying mirror. Can you spell that? Like a. S. S R C Y I N G. S R C Y I N G mirror. S C S crying and S crying mirror. What the fuck? It's a black mirror. Oh hell yeah, dude! These things are crazy. I'm buying one of these right now. The first link is from Amazon, but. These are creepy. I didn't buy mine from Amazon. I bought it in a, um, I think it was in Houston. Should I get a, a, should I get a, a spherical couple. one or a flat one? The orbs are cool. If if you could find like a like an obsidian orb, yeah, that would be really cool. There's there's one here. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's. Oh, this is wait! This is so much smaller than it looks. This is forty-five um, millimeters it, big, and it's uh seventeen bucks. That's a little marble. Yeah, but it looks huge in the picture. But uh, the obsidian is cool. Um, of course, they make them in glass and whatnot too. So, what do you what do you do with these grind mirrors? It's a type of meditation, I guess. Uh, just kind of a different way to sit and self-reflect. So it's kind of... This is just like infinite blackness? Does it reflect in... anything? Do you see light reflect off it? I would say get a couple of candles. Get some white candles, maybe. Set them up around, uh, you know, whatever whatever configuration you know, tall pillar ones work pretty well because they'll burn a while and uh they can get bright and it's uh it's it's interesting to just kind of sit there and like you're so it's you know what it's you know what it's like it's like sitting on the phone like using using the boys room doing number two but the screen is off that's an easy way to do it. Ooh. So you're looking at your phone, but you turn the screen off. But so you're saying you you should get the orb one. What what size orb is good? I don't know. I mean, I like big rocks. So. Well, <laughs> I'm gonna tell you. But do you got the you have the game. orb or do you have the, the circle plate? Because there's the circle plate and the the orb. I'd say get the. Circle plate, you know, start off with something. But how big? Twelve inches, twenty-four inches, thirty-six inches. How big? How big a circle plate do I need of this obsidian? Hey, 
hey man, I can't tell you what your preferences are. <laughs> it's not funny. You have to be able to tell me my preferences. But I'm going to get this one here. This is the uh, first one on the result list. It's a... Uh... No, that's not it. What the hell is this? Black obsidian scrying mirror with stand. It is a... Uh... Four inches in diameter. Uh, Collar. Those mirror things? Yeah, I don't know what the heck these are. Don't get them, man. That's how you get a demon in your house. That it's a fucking portal shit. to demonology? I'm a demonologist. These do look like a little fucking... Because it's just like a black circle. It's yeah, a I would, I, just, I, would, I, would stay, I would stay away from it. That's all I'm saying. So I shouldn't get the 4-inch uh, one or the 4.7-inch one? I should uh, get the 0-inch one? I mean, not to, not to, uh, well, you know that last person, that last caller, they, they mess with tarot cards, right? Is that really something you want to be associated with? Have you ever used a Ouija board? No, but I did play Luigi's Mansion. Oh, man, I, I played the first one. I hear good things, but then I hear it's just, it was, it's a little slow. I hear he, he moves a little slow. I I know people that have used Ouija boards and it it ended bad, but they used blood and LSD. Yeah, in, I would in never. Mix, so. No, LSD and blood, I've got both those, but the the Ouija board, no, that shit fucks you up. The, something happened to me once. One time, it was I was it was okay. It was a few years ago, and I was alone. And no, I can't. Um, no. Okay. Caller, have you seen any cool. good movies recently? Or TV shows? Any good media? They haven't made a good movie in like 10 years. So it's the last good media you've seen? The Good, The Bad, The Ugly? Was that good? That was pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I really, really loved Better Call Saul, but that just ended, so... I heard the ending was good. Was the ending good? What season did you make it to? Uh, the last one I saw was the... I think the... The... Uh, the scary the scary guy was in his house with the blonde lady. <laughs> oh, the uh, Lalo? Yeah, they tried to kill him, Lalo's and they fucked up him. big time because they're fucking idiots. And then, when she took... and then yeah. he, he went to their house. Yeah, well, and... the, the way that episode ends, we don't want to spoil it, but yeah. So you only have one more season to go. Well, yeah, that's where, yeah, I didn't, but I heard that the, is the last season really good? Like, really good? Uh, yeah, it's just, I think season five and six is probably like Breaking Bad, you know, like it was the, um, the last two seasons is where it really, everything came together. Over me.
Zayad with Aluminum Hearted.
Why? Why? Why are there only? Uh, why? Why are? Why are there only poles in firehouses? Like, why aren't there fire poles in hospitals, or um, at the IRS, or uh, you know other emergency needs? Why aren't there poles in any other place? Just firehouses, like. Oh, we have to go save a life. Some guy is about to cook himself. All right, get down that pole. Oh, some guy is drowning. You're a lifeguard. You don't get a pole. Why Why isn't there a pole to get down that fucking life chair? It's a big life chair. It take a long time. There could be uh there could be life life poles, there could be life poles installed all over the place, but only the firemen get it. Never understood that. Never understood that one. I don't understand why there's a uh, why uh, caller. Uh, you forgot like a major area where poles are, strip clubs. That's a pretty important place to have a pole, I guess. Yeah. But w- why are they going so quick? We want to slow well, them a better down. Question, a, a, a better question is why don't firefighters take their panties off and have dollar bills thrown at them? They. They do, I think. There's always, like, in front of firehouses, there's always, like, a pack of women with uh, baked goods and um, children. Oh, God. (laughs) Why don't we... I'm out for, like, a... I'm out for a post-midnight walk, dude, and ever since I found out about the dog, man, it always freaks me out walking through these woods. He's out there. He's going to fucking get you. He's going to bite you and then pee on you or something. Yeah. You might get dog pox. Oh, man. Not that. Because you can only get dog pox from dog man. Dog woman, it's fine. Uh, But also there's a... No, (laughs) there's dog man and there's dog ma'am. That's the two genders of (laughs) dog people. Dog man and dog ma'am. It's dog man. Oh man. <laughs> oh ma'am. <laughs> man. I feel like I was sold a shitty reality. Like there's there's really no guidance in the culture that uh that exists today. That that's that could get you through it. I, I was watching TV. There was there was a commercial for uh, Dawn Dawn a uh, um, a dishwashing liquid, and they're rubbing the Dawn the Dawn dishwashing liquid on a duck. There was a duck in Dawn dishwashing liquid, and I didn't know what the fuck I was watching. I was like, they 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 the Everything's so fucked that they made, um, we're selling a duck cleaner. And they're like, oh, you know, this, this, this duck cleaner you could also use on your dishes. So instead of ducks, you put the dawn on the dishes. But yeah, it's. And I, I didn't have any really. I didn't have any personal guidance when I was growing up. I had a. I was completely being sold the system. You're like, here it is. Here's a. Here's MTV's Beach House. 
here's the real world, here's beer, here's a, a car, here's Dawn dishwashing liquid. And I didn't know what the fuck I was watching. And, and it took me like... It took me like an entire li- like lifespan of a of a Roman citizen to figure out that I was just being fucking stupid. Eh. Oh well, at least I like uh, creating something while I'm inspired, which is a great feeling. And uh, as long as you're adding to existence, uh, just don't be nail- analytical mind. Analytical mind. Uh, um. We're, um, let's listen to a song. We'll be right back with more, um, Drunk Rat. We got Hole in the Chest with Awakening of the Restless.
Hey, everybody. Um, the show is almost about over here. We just want to say to you um, that thank you. Just, uh, I think there's there's something here. There's a nugget of something somewhere, and it's that nugget of something needs to be polished. I know there needs to be a lot of polish, and I'm only I'm only spitting on it. I'm like spitting on the nut, and I'm like revealing my elbows. I'm not even rubbing the spit on with the elbows, but I'm showing them, and the. There, there's, there's light coming through the crevices of the unraveling, and it's happening faster and faster. And it, it might have took forever and forever, and plus like a couple more forevers for it to happen, but it's happening. Okay, things are gonna get crazy. Just in, just. The things that took a long time to do before take no time now. The the things that were out of reach are now in reach. The things that uh, you can only dream about are now being now. And the, the more you could share the crazy things you could do with people, it's going to be really fucking cool. And it, you just got to stick around a little bit longer. And it's all going to make sense to you. Everything you could do, everything you could be, it's all going to work. And you're all going to get um, at least 100 to 200 Twitter bots of ladies that just created accounts. And they have four or five pictures and uh, zero, zero followers. Maybe five thirsty, maybe five thirsty fucks out there following them. But either way, um, it's almost midnight in three different sewers now. And we got to get the hell out of here because it, it's late. And uh, we'll be back next week with more Nick the Ride. just want to say thanks again to all the uh, sewer chatters, the dark sewer scientist, Diane Servo, uh, all the back-end people, all the front-end people, all the um, sewer chatters, um, Jennifer Thank you so much again. Thank you, No Agenda. Thank you, uh, the uh, Quantum Physics. Thank you, Quantum Physics. And thank you, Internet. We'll be back next week with more Nick the Riot Radio. Here is Supermodel Girlfriend with my future. And in your future, you'll be hearing more of, I don't know, I can't seem to focus And you don't seem to notice I'm not here I'm just a mirror And you check your complexion To find your reflections
steak there. I merely said I didn't see that old horse that used to be tethered outside here. You're as funny as a cry for help. You also pull that old gag about breaking your fork in the gravy. I didn't say anything about breaking the fork in the gravy. Used you be an old Follies girl? You know, there's something awfully big about you. <laughs> Thank you, dear. Thank you, dear. Thank you. Your nose. Don't kill animals. Rats have 